You are listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast exploring scripture with Dr. T. Michael W. Halcombe and Dr. Frederick J. Long. Welcome and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Proof Text. I am Michael Halcombe. And in this episode, I'm thinking about three things that I want to share with you. In the previous week of the Three Things mini series, I shared with you three tombs that I saw while I was recently touring Italy. And um, I thought I'd share with you three more things that are related to Christianity that I saw while also traveling throughout Italy. Now, there are a bunch of things, and perhaps in future episodes I'll share more, but here are three of them. Um, I'm going to, if you're watching, I'm going to share some images here, but if you're just listening, that's great too. Uh, You can, of course, still follow along. So the first place that I want to share with you about is the Church of St. Bartholomew, also called Nathaniel in the New Testament. And this is his tomb. It is um, uh, right inside, really, the the city limits of Rome and uh, on a little island, uh, on a little church on an island uh, in the city of Rome. And you can see here in the picture, it says Corpus uh, Santi uh, Bartholome uh, Apostoli. So it just means the body of St. Bartholomew Apostle or uh, the Apostle St. Bartholomew, again, who was also Nathaniel. Now, this is in a, a pretty incredible church because uh, if I'm remembering correctly, the name of the the church where this is um, stored is Church of the New Martyrs. And so when you walk into the sanctuary, when you look straight ahead up on the altar, this is what you'll see is the tomb of St. Bartholomew. Uh, But on the right side and on the left side, there are uh, three or four different uh, chapels. And within each of those chapels aligning uh, the entire cathedral, uh, there are dedications to um, martyrs from the uh, 20th and 21st century. So, uh, for instance, we saw uh, belongings of uh, Oscar Romero, for example. Many of you maybe have heard of him. And so it's it's really powerful to, to walk through there and, and read the accounts of these martyrs and these belongings that are attached to them. It's really just a humble place out of all the churches I visited uh, across Italy uh, this was one of the most moving and um, you know this this is probably one of the lesser visited as well so less tourist traffic if you will but you know when you're going through Italy as I said in the the previous episode you can see the tomb of St. Mark the tomb of St. Peter the tomb of St. Paul and here's another one uh, less known about the tomb of St. Bartholomew or St. Nathaniel. Um, so if, if you're in Italy, I'd highly commend visiting this site to you. Another uh, place that I visited in Italy was the Church of Three Fountains. Now this is kind of just on the outskirts of Rome. This is the site where Paul was beheaded. They're supposedly beheaded. And in the picture that I'm showing, there's this like little column and uh, this suppose, is supposedly marking the site, the precise site where Paul was beheaded. Now, legend has it that uh, when he was beheaded, his head fell off and bounced three times. 
and in each of the places where it bounced, a new fountain or spring, natural spring arose. And so in this uh, cathedral or sanctuary, you actually have these these three places where there used to be natural springs. And uh, the idea, well, one of the practices here was that you know, for some time, people believe this site was holy and sacred, and so they came to drink from these natural springs, believing the water was holy. Um, well, not too long ago, um, or some time ago, rather, the fountains were, the springs were closed, closed off, shut down, because people were getting, uh, <laughs> getting poisoned, water poisoning, uh, giardia or something from drinking the water. It's kind of a little bit of humorous. Uh, historical twist there but still cool to be in the location uh, where Paul was and very humbling to be in a location where it's believed that uh, Paul was martyred another uh, place that I want to share with you is called the Mamertine prison and uh, scripture tells us that both Peter and Paul were imprisoned here and um, this is sort of in the dungeon area uh, where Peter and Paul would have been imprisoned. There might have been a little table sitting over uh, in this direction uh, above this little block that you can see in the image. And you can certainly see where probably shackles and, and things like that were uh, bolted into the wall um, and maybe even into the floor. So Paul could have been on house arrest here when he was in Rome and uh, had visitors and whatnot. This is also another really humbling place up on the, there's like an intermediate level and then an upper level. On the upper level, you can visit the museum and, and see uh, the centuries or decades of work uh, excavating and renovating the site. And then in the intermediate level, there's like an altar that you can visit and it's attached to a modern church as well. But this is called the Mamertine Prison and it's, it's right by the Roman Forum and uh, very close to the Roman Colosseum, and not very far from Nero's Domus Aurea uh, as well, Nero's Golden Palace. So all that's in very close proximity. Uh, I was wondering when I was visiting this, you know, if, if Paul had been sitting here or Peter had been sitting here in prison and, and games had been going on in the Colosseum, would they have been able to hear the cheering and, and whatnot? seems like they might have uh it's in such close proximity but you know i'm not 100 percent sure about that either way this is one of my favorite places to visit um and we know with historical veracity historical fact that peter and paul were both here so yeah really cool places if you ever get to italy i would highly suggest visiting the mamertine prison uh i would also suggest highly suggest visiting highly recommend visiting the church of saint bartholomew and if you can get over to uh, the Church of Three Springs, I would recommend that as well. Some really neat stuff that um, you wouldn't want to meet or that you wouldn't want to miss if you were visiting um, Italy. So, yeah, those are the three things that I'm thinking about. And uh, I hope that helps. Interested in growing your ancient language skills but not sure where to start? Glosa House can help. From illustrated readers and short stories to lexicons and grammars, Glossa House offers a variety of resources for beginning, intermediate, and experienced ancient language learners. 
Head to glosahouse.com today. Glosa House, language resources for the global community.